welcome to Talking About Turtle, your one-stop shop for Entourage Love. I'm your host, Andrew. Uh, tonight is a little different. We're going to slow it down a bit. We're going at a colossal pace. And unfortunately, my co-host, Eric, couldn't keep up. So we're slowing down so he catch up for episode four. So today, I brought in someone to tag him in while he slowly stumbles towards us. Stumbling in the night, gripping anything, like Daredevil except about superpowers. Uh, timely because Daredevil comes out tomorrow, very excited. Uh, but this is not talking about Daredevil, it's talking about Turtle. You want to stop shop for Entourage Slop. Anyway, tonight my co-host will be Will. Will, welcome to Talking About Turtle. You want to stop shop for Entourage Slop. Hello, Andrew. Thank you for having me on your brand new podcast. I am glad, or uh, happy to be on so early in the show. Oh, yeah. You're I can really leave my mark. Yeah to mm. reverberate throughout the next uh, many episodes, uh, which have yet to be recorded, of course. Oh, yeah. We have a long run ahead of us. Well, is this your first time seeing Entourage? This, uh... I'm, I, Will, when was the first time you heard about Entourage? <laughs> Take us back. Uh, I, I When the first time I heard about Entourage? Probably, I mean, back when it was airing, of course, like... I remember... Uh, there but was when a, did you first hear about it? <laughs> uh, I was 17 years old? No, when I When I was yet. 17, I heard about Entourage. It was a good year. They told me about Turtle Events, E and Drama, when I was 17. Uh, I always heard about this show, and I knew people like watched it and liked it. I don't think I really... I don't know. Was it an acclaimed show in its time? What did, did it had the followers in the beginning? People thought I had promise. Season two, I will give credit to now. I think because it could be good, could be bad. I don't know yet. Uh, but season two is was very good. That I remember. But again, I'm still discovering it again. Some of the episodes don't hold up as much as I like them to, but I'm hoping the rest of the season plays out much better. What uh, Do you know what they, in particular, singled out about this show? Was it the depth of the characters, or the uh, the wit of the humor, or <laughs> the scale of the uh, epic tale of this kind of... <laughs> I'm going to say witless, but... Those are all entirely... very good questions, <laughs> but we should really get into the episode. <laughs> of course. Uh, tonight's episode is the talk show. Right? Is that what it's called? Or is it just a talk show without the? Uh, I, I think all of these episodes start with the, much as, uh, was that a Seinfeld thing? Yeah, we, we've we already talked about this on the show, but uh, basically, Entourage is very lazy with their titles. And apparently they're taking the Seinfeld approach, where it's just like, you know, the Chinese restaurant, the parking garage. Or they're not putting any thought into it, because, you know, they're putting so much thought into the scripts. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much time in the day. You gotta make your Larry priorities. David and Jerry Seinfeld are tight ship and Seinfeld connection here. Larry Charles. Yeah, I, so I saw that the, this episode written by Larry Charles. Uh, of course, they've written a lot of things that his biting all... wit leaped off the screen, and you yeah. can tell it's a work by him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, uh, tell me your general impression. <laughs> Did you enjoy this episode? Did you go? Wow, I should watch more of the show. Um, what? Uh... Were you confused? Were you lost? I, there, well, there was definitely some element of being lost as this is entering midway into the narrative. Uh, well, like maybe a little less than a quarter. Uh, yeah, 
not not exactly halfway, but in in media res, as they say in uh, uh, narrative terms. Uh, but yeah, I was not. I don't know. Is is this show really funny? Or <laughs> it can be very funny. I didn't. I wasn't really particularly amused uh, by this. I thought maybe it would be a little. I think my expectation would be a little hackier. I guess in a sense that it would be more sitcommy. Um, this is more like. I guess it it looks like an HBO show, and it kind of, I would say it's almost slice of life ish, in a way. It's more vignettes than really anything. Yeah, and the show runs on a very thin framework that they hang a plot on, and then they just kind of have people talk around it. Yeah, there's no like real three act structure. Oh, and there's no conflict at all. Yeah. Very Which, rarely will there have anything like anything be a problem. Like the main conflict, what would you say is the main conflict in this episode? Uh, the main conflict in this episode would, uh, <laughs> well, I feel like the dramatic part of this episode was the the drama character saying that Jimmy Kimmel had like wronged him in the past, and uh, that's resolved within one minute near the end. It's like okay, it's over. Yeah, they they didn't milk that for any sort of stakes. I mean, I don't want to. And jump ahead Jimmy of... Kimmel did not react at all when he like he tells him that drama has a huge grudge against him. Yeah, I think he's they... like, "Oh no, no, that's not what happened. This is what happened." The drama's like, "Oh yeah, he's right." The end. <laughs> Maybe that was as far as they could really go with that Jimmy Kimmel, uh, or as he was willing to go. I well, just... let me get your in-person, uh, impressions on the characters, Vince. What did you think his character is like? Um, his character, as far as I can tell, is very kind of lightweight. Featherish. He doesn't really have a strong personality. I guess he's supposed to be like some kind of. Is he a movie star or what? He's a movie star. Yeah. He seems to he's, be. He's in a huge movie head-on. Played directly heard of forehead. It. Yeah, we made that joke already. Uh, many, many times. <laughs> I think I said it already two, three times on this podcast. Just two episodes in. Um, but he seems kind of uh, dragged out, almost uh, sleepy. Um, I, I don't. I guess that's really as far as my impressions of his personality went. He doesn't seem particularly strong as a character. Uh, no, he's terrible. He's literally <laughs> nothing. Yeah. I, I'm glad that sentiment is shared. <laughs> he is completely ambivalent to anything that happens to him. He's like, eh, I do this, I do that, eh, whatever. Yeah. Like he, during the whole episode when E is trying desperately to get anything out of him for a story on the show. Mm. He's like, uh, it's a talk show. You know, you just go on there and talk. Uh. Is So E's the guy that kind of seems to have it a little bit together, I guess. What would you describe his personality as? Oh, God. Uh, uh, worried, I guess, maybe. <laughs> I, I would think I would describe it as a pill. A pill? Yeah, just, uh Yeah. He's a big old wet blanket. Yeah, sure. He seemed to be the most concerned uh, with what was going on. Um, Sometimes, you know, you should just take Turtle's approach to life and just chill out. (laughs) Is that what what Turtle's all about? Turtle's all about letting loose. Uh, Turtle, to me, seemed like... He he seems like... uh, I want to say a teenager, but... He's kind of like a frat boy, I guess. Well, you and I are both huge You Talking You Too to Me fans. And you and I both know I named this podcast over uh, the climatic uh, podcast from podcasts said You Too. You talk- oh, my God. 
I came up with a podcast idea because I saw it from you talking you two to me. And yes. you know that because we are both of you trans in this. This entire so, podcast is an act of thievery. So Patreon. this has been a huge buildup to finding about Turtle because this is your first really exposure to him yeah, from the podcast was, world. I was not able to glean any real information about Turtle from talking about Turtle uh, on that podcast. Uh, on this uh, episode, I don't know if I really know him that much better. <laughs> Do you hate him more now than you previously did before? Kind of. Well, let's a... let's mention the worst thing he does in this episode, which is they're on the golf course. You know, they're just sitting down, fucking around. He's on the phone, trying mm-hmm. to apparently trying to come up with a story. And we should also say they have rehearsals for talk shows. This whole show would not have its whole conflict be like this. Yes, they would have Vince come on like, okay, is what you're going to tell? Okay, let's rehearse this with Jimmy. Yeah, the they whole talk show, the show. Yeah. yeah, the whole talk show format falls apart if there's not kind of a almost rigid kind of planning to it. There's rehearsals and pre pre writing stuff and and what have you. You get a real Hollywood inside peek into talk shows. Yeah, except you're get, not getting it at all. But as I said before, they're sitting in the golf cart. He's doing that, and Vince is like shrugging off. He's like floating in the wind in the breeze, and then all of a sudden. There's a huge shock, and they realize Turtle has rammed the, his golf cart into his, their golf cart at top speed. He's rather severely rear-ended them in their golf cart, uh, risking the the possibility of you know causing serious whiplash, uh, injuring on... Vince, his money ticket. Yeah, because what else is Turtle going to do? <laughs> yeah, he he doesn't have anything going for him uh, he aside has from no being skills. in the entourage, as far as I can tell. Do they all live in the same house? Uh, they all live in the same house, and E lives in the guest house. Oh, God. <laughs> so it's... They have a rule of the, the entourage house. No, uh, no uh, girlfriends, no commitments. <laughs> all, all guys all the time. <laughs> oh, it sounds like a joke, but it's true. That's actually a rule they have in the house. Really? Yes. Well, it's... When I think of an entourage, I think of, like, a group of people that have gathered around a certain person. Not, like, a... a a group of life mates who are around you constantly uh, all the time. Uh, the drama is making everyone breakfast or something. I guess that's his role. <laughs> he's the, the, the matriarch. For yeah. Me. He is the like, mother. He has the most womanly features out of the whole gig. I think, uh, uh, uh just in, in general personality and uh, not in uh, yeah. physical makeup. No, no physical makeup too. Oh, sure. Uh, well, this episode's very light on plot, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. It kind of just moves along, whatever. There, uh, there's a great celebrity cameo in the beginning where we are introduced to Luke Wilson, mm-hmm. who is legit hilarious in his little bit of appearance here. Uh, and strangely enough, uh, he sets up a plot later on that will run through the episode. Uh, oh, with the uh, the home theater. The, <laughs> the plot <laughs> of the home theater, which involves them <laughs> wanting to install a home theater and wanted to get some money off of it. And then they installed the home theater. The end. <laughs> so the, the, at the very end of the episode, uh, like, well, when they go and visit the guy who installs home theaters, uh, he, he says he'll give it to him for free if Vince wears a hat when he's on the Jimmy Kimmel show, which, I mean, he's depending on a lot of uh, new business based on that bit of product placement. Is that something that would be allowed on a real life talk show? You think? No, they would be. I think they would be kicked off. Like, are you fucking kidding me? 
using my show for advertisements. Listen, I'm I'm letting you plug your own things here. I'm not allowing you to plug other people's things. Mm-hmm. Plug your thing, you asshole. Yeah. He didn't even plug his own movie. He's like, hey, go see Head On. Uh, it's a great movie. Who cares? Yeah. Um, we also forget to mention Vince's main concern is showing up on the show with uh, some woman. She's actually a celebrity in real life, I guess. She actually was a person. The person that he has sex with before. Yeah. Going did you on. think she? Did you think she was a fake character? I, assu- I thought. I assumed she was an actual character in the show that had pro- no, no. possibly been on previous episodes. No, she's actually a celebrity. Uh, she's a real person. Do, and did they give us her name, or did they just expect us to understand? No, they gave her us in her name. But I can't remember it because it was. Oh Jesus! Is this her first and last appearance on the show? Oh yeah, that's it. There's oh. a lot of people who disappear on the show from what one episode. What was the fucking point then? Well, Luke Wilson appeared on the show. He's gone. Huh? Jimmy Kimmel doesn't appear on the show again. Yeah, but they're not, like, involved well, in the characters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when Luke I Wilson... really wish Luke Wilson was a fuck buddy in the show. That means he would be on longer. <laughs> well, sure. Uh, he, he and Turtle are, are, you know, getting it on. No, no, no. He deserves better than Turtle. Uh, to get back to the home theater plot, uh, Vince... Uh, not Vince. Turtle and Drama take it upon themselves to go visit the home theater guy and they try to get him to get convince him to do a good deal for them and then he brings him inside they sit down and then they're watching the home theater to see how it is and all of a sudden the guy just flips on a porno three guys in one room together small room uh the chairs they're sitting in are not too far apart they're about like what two one foot apart yeah do you think like after they cut off they started jerking it all together <laughs> yeah oh yeah for sure <laughs> they all finished together <laughs> cut out of the episode though maybe that's in the deleted scenes well uh did you stay around for the after credits sequence of the show uh, are there after credit sequences on entourage yeah at the after credit scene uh for this episode they cut back to the home theater and then they have a slow zoom in on their faces as you see their hands move slowly down their pants and it just keeps a tight frame on all their faces and you can clearly see they're jacking off but you can't see the motion you just see the expression on their face and then they all come at once and they scream entourage and they start it, laughing is this achieved with a uh a brian de palma-esque kind of uh split screen as they focus on all three of their faces at the same time. Yeah, and all the faces, uh, dramas turns red, uh, turtles turns white, and the home theater guy turns blue. Uh-huh. And then it, the American flag shows up and it says the end. <laughs> question it, mark. The national anthem play. <laughs> yeah. What else happened this episode? Uh, uh, Sarah Silverman showed up and... Uh, oh, creepy scene. Yeah, Ari did not have much of a role in this episode. I'm guessing he maybe is more prominent in other episodes. Well, the worst episodes are when Ari is very much not in the plot. Yeah, He only shows up in the beginning for a little bit, jerks off the guys a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's funny. And then he comes at the end where he's banned from the green room, and Sarah Silverman's in there, and he's trying to get her to get signed for his... Uh, his agency. But it's also up in the air because he also be trying to fuck her. Was and that? Was that? I thought that was all not not exactly. I mean, his his twist to it was that he wanted the signer, not have oh, sex. Oh, I don't there. know. There's been a little bit of proof throughout the three episodes uh-huh. that he could possibly be a cheater. 
the first episode he proclaims to E in a restaurant that he fucked this sports model that no one's ever heard of uh-huh. in like t- 10 years. And the second episode, he's looking at his neighbor's ass to Vinci showing her to his neighbor's ass. So we don't know. Hmm. It's okay. up in the air if he's a scumbag for real. Yeah, well... Maybe he's a scumbag or he's just looking for love in other places. Maybe his wife is too busy, you know, taking Krav Maga classes all the time. No, no, he straight up loves his wife. Mm-hmm. But it's in later seasons. I thought it was like for the rest of the show. So I'm very confused as characterization just early on. Huh. But uh, yeah. It's a hotly debated topic between me and Eric. Uh-huh. And I am right, but he is wrong. <laughs> a lot, lot of drama. Uh... Yeah, a lot of giant drama brewing. So is Johnny Drama actually Vince's brother? Yeah. Why did the? Well, I mean, Drama I guess isn't his real last name. Why is his last name Johnny Drama? That's his stage name. Uh, there's also uh, to get back to the green room for one second. The green room looked like a college uh, common room. Yeah, it was very sad. <laughs> uh, what I, I have to point out, or as a a modern home theater enthusiast. I did not think that that home theater looked particularly expensive. Well, it's uh, 2004 technology. They like put a couple chairs in a room and a projector, which wasn't even like installed into anything. It was a baby's room. It was like a baby's first technology room. Sure. <laughs> Maybe they're trying to have baby's first home theater room. We don't know. There could mm-hmm. be different rooms. Like this is the king suite or the dungeon lair. We don't know. I guess we didn't get a good look at the the blueprints for uh, Luke Wilson's house. <laughs> this episode was so so slight. There's there's really well, not. You, it's you have... entertaining at least in a way. The worst thing about Entres is when it's very long mm-hmm. and the pacing is off. This one, at least, the pacing was on. Yeah, it, it was very breezy. It didn't feel long at all. It started and then it ended. Oh, uh, I just want to get to something. I want to talk about Turtle a little bit. I want to get back to the golf course scene. Because right after he rams his golf cart and they leave drama by himself mm-hmm. on the green, they go and have brunch, the most <laughs> manly of activities. Yeah. And uh, as soon as we cut there, we go into like a medium shot of Turtle. And Turtle is getting off the phone. And all of a sudden he just goes, barks like a dog, going, woof, woof. And <laughs> in the background, this... The most wonderful of extra actors is there. This old man who's like in his 50s, maybe early 60s, in a bright yellow polo. He just looks on at Turtle. And he's a look of confusion, disgust, and anger all at once. And it's glorious when he does that bark. <laughs> like, who the devil is this man at my country club? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they like break out. They start throwing ice from their waters at each other. <laughs> Or croutons, maybe. <laughs> no, I distinctly remember Turtle plunging his fingers into his goblet of ice. <laughs> That's an image that will not leave me. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate Turtle. <laughs> Jerry Ferrara does the best he can do as Turtle, because, I mean, what else can he do? He is a it's... very well-evoked uh, character. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we shun Turtle a lot here, but, I mean... Jerry Farrar, you're doing it right. Yeah. It's just Turtle is impossible to act for almost. Yeah. Because you, you have to become a monster. Yeah, he To is, become Turtle. To make a, a silk purse out of a sow's ear, yeah. so to speak. 
Maybe Turtle gets better. We're hoping me and Eric Hope he gets better. Because mm-hmm. right now, oof, Turtle is just garbage. It seems like you'd have to, like, this show lasts for seven seasons. Eight. Eight seasons? And a movie. There have to be some, like, more personal stakes risen for, like, all no, of the entourage no, cast. No, Turtle never gets any personal stakes. Oh. So he's he just... runs a limo. He runs a limo company. Becomes the head of a tequila corporation. There's nothing, nothing he does that's interesting. Uh-huh. Well, at least he does some things. He no, all the storylines are garbage. There's no. nothing good about him. Uh, so, uh, what are your rankings though of like the entourage members? Is that uh, drama one, two E, three Vince, four Turtle. Dead last. <laughs> and Ari's in a separate class by himself, who's sure. obviously number one. He's not like he's not really in the entourage though. He's just like well, he a becomes more thing. involved in the group. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually gets his own storylines, basically. And uh-huh. it makes the show a lot better. Basically anything involving Ari Gold, anything involving the gang is susceptible to whoever is mostly featured. Mm-hmm. Did there's a moment in this episode where they talk about like famous uh, celebrity brothers. Did they drop uh, Donnie Wahlberg's name? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure they dropped Donnie in there. Yeah, that seems like a pretty masturbatory reference. Oh, I think the great insult is here when uh, they're looking at suits for Vince mm-hmm. and Turtle says something smart to Shauna, uh, Vince's publicist. I can't remember if this is first or her first appearance or her second appearance. I thought she might have been the last episode, but she's not. This is her first appearance. If I'm wrong, I don't care. Uh, where Turtle says to Shauna something stupid, and then she says something to Turtle along the lines of, "May should get you a Mari, stupid fat fucks <laughs> who women hate, or something like that. Pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good, because Turtle is basically all of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was your insult of the week, Will? Uh... Well, I was not. Remember. I was not writing down any lines while watching this episode. I don't think I was quite prepared uh, uh, for for what was coming. Um, yeah, I can't really remember <laughs> any lines really. It's um, a very kind of forgettable episode. Yeah, even when Ari doesn't have any memorable lines, you have troubles. Yeah, he he's just sort of there. Uh. Yeah, this episode's just a big fat nothing. I can't think of anything else to talk about. I mean, uh, what was your impression walking away from this episode? Uh, uh, this is a show that um, I guess not for me. It goes down easy enough. Um, it's not quite as abrasive as I was expecting, or as kind of uh, uh, button just simple button pushing, but. I don't know. There just wasn't really anything to really be interested in, I, especially in regards to uh, other HBO programming. I'd say this is extremely, perhaps the lightest weight thing I, I've ever seen from uh, them. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's really bad. It's just nothing. Airy. It really is. It's not a terrible show. Yeah. It can be really good when it wants to be. It can be really funny. But at its worst, it just can be a slog to get through. Mm-hmm. This is not at its worst. This is a below average episode, but it's at least easy enough to watch. When is there a slow decline or like is there a fast decline? Uh, I'd say after season three or season four, that's when the decline begins, mm-hmm. and then it gets pretty bad. 
I say after season five, it is borderline unwatchable. Uh-huh. It becomes just garbage. Can't wait to I get to that. Season. Not looking forward to season six. <laughs> the saga of Eric and his twelve-year-old girlfriend. What? Or this girl he's dating, and she looks like she's twelve years old the whole time. It's very uncomfortable. Huh. She looks like fifty years younger than him. Gross. It is very gross. Uh, but you know, them's the apples, and then's you pick some. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do? So that has been the episode. Let's get to today's segment. Which entourage character are you? Will are you ready for a quiz? Oh, uh, sure. Which movie would you most like to watch on a Saturday night? The Fast and the Furious, The Notebook, No Kitchen for Old Men, or Serenity? Uh, on a Saturday night. Um, yeah, Saturday. Well, Saturday, Sixth day in the week. When I think of Saturdays, I think, you know, of nonstop fun. So I think I'm going to have to say Fast and the Furious. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I, 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 if I, you were nominated for an award, who would you want to bring as your date to the ceremony? Your significant other, a hot girl slash guy. Options are open. Your mom, your best friend. Uh, Is this hot girl slash guy like a... I, I don't want to seem it's trans individual seem in, insensitive, but let's say, uh, yeah, if they're an interesting person, maybe. As saying, speak. Don't saying you want to bring your mommy, mommy? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, maybe not the uh, my my first choice. And seeing as I have no significant other, we'll, we'll go with the option of uh, the B. Wait, what's option? What was last option again? Your best friend. Oh, well, I'll bring my friend then. Jesus. <laughs> Tell the truth. How often do you party? Monthly, weekly, <laughs> daily, <laughs> hour. There's no option for zero or yearly. Uh, yeah, we better go with monthly here, which is probably overstating it. <laughs> well, it helps you get what you want from someone. Your looks, your charm, your money connections, your threats. Uh, uh, probably my charm. I am, uh, uh, of course, a deeply charming man. Uh, I thought it was your your threats, but okay. Yeah, when you get into trouble, this. whose fault is it usually? Yours, the other person's, the alcohol you drink, your mother for screwing you up. <laughs> uh, let's say other persons. Uh, I was going to say your mother. Uh, what is your favorite accessory? Shoes, hats, sunglasses. Jewelry? Uh, definitely gotta be sunglasses. Cool, cool. Who was the hottest female celebrity? Eva Mendez, Bagan Vox, Scarlett Johansson, Jesse Beale? Uh, we'll go Scarlett Johansson. What is your favorite day of the week? Monday, you get to go to work. Friday, you get paid. <laughs> Saturday, you get to party. Sunday, you get to sleep. Uh, well, let's say Sunday, I guess. We're, Friday, the rest of the weekend is too late. I already picked Sunday. If you had a personal assistant, what's the first thing you would make them do? Your laundry, make you breakfast, drive you around, dress up in a ridiculous count costume, and jerk you off? I mean, entertain you? Uh, well, well, I like having breakfast made for me, so let's go with that. What's the hardest part about getting older? You got more responsibilities? You got to settle down with someone? Your looks start to go? Nothing. You love being an adult. <laughs> let's let's say A. 
Okay, what is your favorite movie badass? Tony Montana, Scarface. Uh, Mel Gibson, The Patriot. Uh, Mr. Blonde, Reservoir Dogs. Uh, Spider-Man, Bill Murray. Uh, John McClane. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Mr. Blonde. Uh, I'll say Bill Murray, I guess. Okay, Marvin is from Sin City. <laughs> Who was the biggest inspiration in your life? Your mother. Hello, Fada. Here I am at uh, your Aunt best friend. Renata. Okay. Your best friend, your agent slash boss. Uh, I got to give it up to my agent slash boss because he's always known what's going on. Yeah. Fraser Crane. Got it. What's the first thing you want to put in your pimped out house in the Hollywood Hills? Driving range. Basketball court. Movie theater. Indoor pool and jacuzzi. I'm guessing it's going to be movie theater. Oh, man. I kind of want to say swimming pool, though. But I got to say movie theater because... Too late. What was the toughest thing about growing up? Your parents getting divorced is getting real. Uh, Getting teased (laughs) at school by your classmates. Being dumped by the trans individual that you loved. (laughs) Moving around a lot. Uh, um, Let's go with uh, the last one. Okay. Who is your favorite Entourage member? Vince, Eric, Turtle Drama. I already know who it is, so I'm picking Turtle. Uh, okay. What if this was all based on the last question, and that was the one that you turned out to be? Congratulations, oh. you're Turtle, your favorite character. <laughs> well, good, because it is what it is. Oh, my God. Let me read what it says. Congratulations, you are Turtle. Man, life is sweet, isn't it? You get to do what you want when you want. No one's going to tell you what to do when you want to do it. Sure, you are resemble a troll that lives under a bridge. Sure, no one likes you. But hey, when everyone's having sex in the house and there's one girl by herself, you can threaten her by saying, Hey, all your friends are getting fucked. Why don't you fuck me? You are turtle. You are infinite in your wisdom. You are the destroyer of worlds. Is, uh, is that an actual line of dialogue from Entourage? No, basically is. He basically uh, instigates in the first episode where there's only a couple girls in the house and he says to one of them, hey, hey, I'm paraphrasing here, but hey, you know, all your girls are getting fucked. Why don't you fuck me? That's, uh, I have to say, pretty pathetic, even by... that's the least of that thing he's done in the series so far oh well that was actually kind of uh episode two has uh, an amazing pathetic moment where he yells at uh (laughs) he's got a boss he's got a boss and then he says who's your boss loser (laughs) turtle (laughs) And the turtle says, I can't hear you. And this flops into the pool. <laughs> I guess that's one way to exit a conversation. <laughs> He's the worst character. He's the <laughs> most horrible character. Uh, that's been talking about turtle. Uh, I guess that's it. What else do we have? Nothing. Uh, Nothing. Yeah. Join us. Join Andrew next week. As I will not be on that episode. Uh, thank God. <laughs> Eric will be back next week. I can hear him catching up now. Yeah, he's really recovering from... uh... 
<laughs> being hit with that folding chair so I could tag in. I think he needs help. Oh, God. I think we should put him out of his misery. All right. Give me the gun. No, please. Not like this. Like this, indeed. Say goodnight, motherfucker. Oh, yeah.